Tonight we're going to look at uh, just a few verses from Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, beginning in verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you so much for RUF at Clemson. I thank you for the privilege to share your word with these young people. I thank you for the encouragement it is to me to see them here, to learn from you, to worship you, and to serve this campus in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that you would uh, just uh, bless my words to them, and may your word take root in our hearts. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. So uh, I, I got a quiz. I want you to see if you can figure out what these things are. These are names of things. Centenary, Pink Star, Cullinan, Blue Moon of Josephine, Pink Legacy, Graf Lassetti Larona, Oppenheimer Blue, Hope, Regent, and Kuhinor. Good guess, but no. Diamonds, diamonds, they're diamonds. Those are, those are names. Uh, apparently, the best diamonds of the world have names. They have some pretty cool names, some pretty weird names. Uh, those diamonds are some of the largest, most valuable, most unique, beautiful diamonds in the world, ranging in value from around $50 million each to $400 million, and one of them, the Kuhinor, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, uh, diamond, isn't valued. It really is, like people say, that it's priceless. It might be worth $20 billion. Um, and uh, whether we realize it or not, we think about value a lot. You buy a car, you buy a house, you, you ask the question, how much does it cost? What's the value? Maybe you've thought about this with your education, with your school, uh, what about my major and my career path? What's my earning potential? How long is it going to take me to pay back my student loans? Um, and value isn't only measured by money or assets, right? There are certain things that are valuable uh, and determine value that, that aren't about money, like our quality of life or being able to fulfill our mission or purpose or calling in life. We believe that life itself is valuable, that it's precious, that you can't put a price tag on it. So as we think about the kingdom of heaven being priceless and worth, worth it, not worthless, worth it, um, I want to ask you this. What is precious to you? What are some of the things in your life that are the most valuable, valuable to you? What are the, the driving factors and the motivators in your life? And what I want to suggest to you this evening is that there's a reality, there's a worldview, there's a kingdom, there's a way of life that stands above and beyond all others, all the others, and in, in it's, it's absolutely precious and priceless and worth it, and it's the kingdom of heaven. And, and it's, it's priceless and worth it in a real sense, not a hypothetical sense, not like 
not valuable like something that someone would bid on to put in their vacation home in Aspen. I'm talking about something that's valuable for us in real life. And that's what these parables, uh, that really, two parables that tell the same story, that's what they're about. They're about how the kingdom of heaven is priceless and it's worth it. And so I want us to think about that together. First of all, the kingdom of heaven is priceless. And uh, I'm sure you maybe have talked about this already this semester, but what is the kingdom of heaven? If, If you wanted to make people look at you like you're from another planet, come into the student center and, and hang out, and then when, when somebody walks up who you know from class, they say, hey, what you been up to lately? Oh, I've just been thinking about the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> you know, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Uh, but the reality is the kingdom of heaven is actually priceless, and for us to think about what that means, we have to know what the kingdom of heaven is. So that's what I want us to do first. When we think about how it's priceless, Let's think about what the kingdom of heaven is, and let's think about it backwards. So, kingdom of heaven, what is heaven? Heaven is for real, not just because there's a book about it, not just because some people say they've seen the light. Heaven is for real because we know it deep down in our hearts. We know, uh, the Bible says that eternity has been written on our hearts. God has written eternity on our hearts. We also know about it because the Bible itself teaches about it. And what is it that makes heaven so powerful and precious, it's that God is there. God's special, loving, gracious, perfect presence. And heaven is not tainted by sin. It's not tainted by, there's no sickness or tears or death or pain or sorrow. It is a place of perfect rest and serenity and peace. Jesus said it this way before he went to the cross. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? If I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and I'll take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. So the Bible teaches that heaven is a real place. It's a place where believers' souls go when they die. It's the end game of the kingdom of heaven. So we start backwards. Heaven, kingdom. Kingdom is about rule and reign. It's about sovereignty and authority. So if you're familiar with the Lord's Prayer, what does it say? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth, on earth as it is in heaven. And that prayer is about God's, God's rule and reign and sway being powerfully seen and expressed in our world. And so in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus tells people, these are the priorities and the principles that should shape your life. So you've got heaven and the kingdom. And what do most kingdoms have? A king, right? A king. Today, kings don't really have any much power. But in olden times, uh, in the old days, Kings expressed sovereign rule. They expressed leadership. I hope this isn't news to you, but Jesus Christ is the king of the kingdom of heaven. And remember what John the Baptist said when he, he came preaching. John came before Jesus. He was a forerunner. And he, he said to people, watch out, look, get ready. Jesus is coming. And this was his message. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then when Jesus came on the scene, and his ministry 
was to the people, he said the same thing, repent, turn from yourselves and your sin because the kingdom of heaven is here, it's at hand. And so in the beginning of the gospel of Mark, this is what it says, the beginning of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and then it says this in verses 14 and 15, after John was arrested, Jesus came into, into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of, of God is at hand, repent and believe in the gospel. So what Jesus was saying is, believe in me. So that's how we start when we think about what is precious and priceless about the kingdom of heaven. We have to know what it is, and it's about Jesus. So what is it that makes that kingdom of heaven priceless? It's precious and priceless because it's an expression and extension of the rule and reign and power and majesty and heart of God. If you're familiar with the Old Testament, the book of Exodus uh, highlights God's people coming out of Egypt, and, and after He gave them the Ten Commandments, Moses, their leader, he met with God. He experienced God's goodness and God's grace, and you know what he wanted more of? He wanted more of God, and he said, God, please show me your glory. And you know what God showed him? The, the essence of God's character, the mystery and majesty of who God is. This is my glory. The Lord, the Lord God, you probably know it, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, covenant love. That's a, a glimpse of the gospel message that we see embodied and fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And so, so the, the kingdom of heaven is valuable and priceless because of what it is. It's rooted in the person and work of Jesus Christ. It's about Him and His kingdom and His good news. It's what RUF is about. It's about the good news of Jesus Christ. It's priceless because of what it is, but it's also priceless because of what we get. Romans 3.23 says this, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, the free gift of God, is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And so one of the realities that we know about ourselves through life and from the Bible is that we're sinners, that we deserve physical and spiritual death, separation from God for our sins. But King Jesus offers us eternal life as an absolute free gift. And, and these parables are of, of people selling what they had to get something better. And you think, well, that's, you know, that's a transaction. They're buying it. Well, that's not the point. The point is, whatever they gave up to get the treasure cannot be compared. To the value of the treasure. So one picture is of a guy walking through a field and he finds a treasure. Maybe he was digging and he, you know, and he got, you know, there was a treasure chest and he opened it up and there's all this treasure. And so he sells everything he has and buys a field. That treasure is his. The other guy's looking for a pearl, the perfect pearl. He sells all that he has and he gets it. But the point is that it, it can't be compared to the value of the kingdom. This is one of the most precious and difficult to accept realities about Christianity. It is a free gift. It is a real, how free? 
really free, totally free, absolutely free, fully free. We are hardwired to think, well, I know it's basically free, but I've got to do something to earn it. This is the way people thought in New Testament times, too. People asked Jesus, hey, Jesus, what works must we be doing to do the work of God? And Jesus said in John 6, this is the work of God that you believe on him whom God has sent. Believe in me. So how do we get the kingdom of heaven? We, we raise the white flag of surrender and we say to God and to ourselves that we can't make up for our sinful guilt. We entrust ourselves to God. We surrender our lives to God. It's precious because of what we get. It's free. Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ? Have you surrendered yourself to the care of Jesus and accepted the free gift of eternal life? It is precious because of what it is. It's, a pre- it's precious because of what we get, and it's also precious because of what it gives. You know these words, right? For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. The kingdom of heaven is priceless, not only because it's an expression of God's rule and reign and power, not only because it's an absolute free gift, it's priceless because of what it gives. What we get with and through and in Jesus Christ and His kingdom is absolutely incredible. And it touches our past. (coughs) Excuse me. Anyone here, I know the answer to this, have a past? Um... Anyone made mistakes in your past? Um, Anyone carry guilt and shame because of things you've done in the distant or not-so-distant past? Here's the reality. We've sinned against God. We've sinned against ourselves. We've sinned against others. And on top of that, you add to that the ways, the wounds and the scars from the ways that other people have hurt and used us in life. And one of the precious blessings of the kingdom of heaven, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, is that our past and our sins can be forgiven. They can be washed away by the precious blood and the perfect life of Jesus, no matter what you've done in your life. No matter what your past is, no matter your history, your struggles, your sins, your secrets, your scars, you can be accepted and forgiven and washed and renewed and loved and set free by King Jesus. And it doesn't mean everything's going to be fine right away. There are still things that we have to work through in life and there are lasting impacts of sin, but, but the guilt of our sin and the penalty and the punishment that our sins deserve are put away by Jesus. This is one of the blessings and the precious realities of the kingdom of heaven. It's not only about our past, it impacts the present. The past meets the present. Jesus said this in John 15, I am the bread, I'm the vine, you're the branches, apart from me you can do nothing. So the the kingdom of heaven, the gospel of Jesus Christ impacts our lives now in the present. How? God gives us power through Jesus. Believers in Jesus have 
the gift of the Holy Spirit. We have God's Spirit living in us who enables us to say no to sin and yes to righteousness, to walk in God's commandments, to live in newness of life. We experience His transforming power and help and hope as we, as we make use of the tools that He's given to transform and change us. Those tools are simple. Prayer, reading God's Word, worshiping God, fellowship. It's one of the, the things that I want to invite you into. You're here, you're part of it. Invite you deeper into the fellowship and community that you have in RUF, that you can have in a local church. Come out of isolation, out of the darkness, and live with people who can lovingly speak into your life, people who care about you, and who will look you in the eyes and say, what are you doing? God's kingdom is precious because of what it gives us. Not only it impacts our past and the present, but it impacts the future. Your lives are full of potential and dreams and hopes and next steps. What are you going to do when you graduate? You're going to go to grad school? You're going to get a job? Where are you going to move? Um, here's the reality. The kingdom of heaven never ends. Through Jesus Christ, we get abundant life now and eternal life forever. This is the message of the Bible. Your best days are ahead of you. I'm 48 years old. I can do the math. <laughs> I'm on the back nine of life. My best days are ahead of me because the kingdom of heaven has promised me through Jesus an eternal destiny. Seeing our lives in light of eternity puts everything in perspective. Romans 8.18 says that our suffering, our difficulties cannot be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us. 2 Corinthians 4, we have this treasure, we have this glory, what's precious about our souls, it's what? In jars of clay. To show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us, for this light and momentary affliction, I know that you suffer, I know that you're going through difficulties and challenges in your life. This light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory that is beyond comparison. I don't know if you've ever read any of the Chronicles of Narnia. Anybody ever? A few people. You've had to have read them. So at the end of the last battle, the last book, the story's over. There's this awesome quote. The narrator says, <coughs> excuse me, for us, this is the end of all the stories. And we can most truly say that they all lived happily ever after. But for them... It was only the beginning of the real story. All their life in this world and all their adventures in Narnia had only been the cover and the title page. Now at last, they were beginning chapter one of the great story which no one on earth has ever read, which goes on forever and in which every chapter is better than the one before. 
the kingdom of heaven is priceless. Because of what it is, because of how we get it, because of what it gives us. But it's also worth it. Here's one of the questions I think it's helpful to ask about any, anything, any idea, any worldview, any philosophy. So what? It's a pretty good question, right? So what? Kingdom of heaven is like a precious pearl. It's like a treasure in a field. So what? Here is the so what. The kingdom of heaven is worth it. Whether you stumbled upon it like the guy in the field who found the treasure or whether you've been looking for it your whole life, the kingdom of heaven, God, the grace of God, the gospel of God is absolutely worth it. Why? For two reasons. First, because you cannot find ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment apart from God. That's why it's worth it. We cannot find ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment apart from God. Every day, all around us and from within us, we hear these lies. This is the thing that will make you happy. This is the person. This is the relationship. This is the organization. This is a sexual experience or expression that will make you happy. This is the drink. This is the drug. This is the career. This is the job. These are the grades. This is the grad school. This is fill in the blank. This is what you really need. And the Bible calls those things idols. And they're not all bad in and of themselves, but when we turn to and worship and live for them and think that they will fill us up and make us whole, we are going to be left empty and holding the bag. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, this is what God says to His people in the Old Testament. My people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and they have hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Imagine pouring your life and your soul and your ambitions and your dreams into containers that are broken and everything just runs out on the ground. That's what it's like when we try to find satisfaction and fulfillment in this world, in this world alone. You can't find ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment apart from God. That's part of the, the blessing and the message of the kingdom of heaven. It is worth it because we can't find satisfaction anywhere else. It's also worth it because we can find ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment in God, in trusting in Jesus Christ and following His ways. And it doesn't mean life will be easy. One of the things that's precious about Christianity is that it is a religion of full disclosure. Jesus told His disciples, and we read about it, uh, if you want to follow Me, take up your cross daily. He said, don't think that you're better than, the servant's not better than the master. If they persecuted Me, they're also going to persecute you. So being a Christian does not mean that you'll never get sick and you're going to have tons of money. But it does mean that what we give up cannot be compared 
to what we get. Jesus said somewhere else, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world, yet loses his soul? Jim Elliott was a missionary in the 1950s who went to a remote indigenous tribe in Ecuador, and he was murdered. And he said, before he went, he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to keep what he cannot lose. The gospel of Jesus is a precious treasure. It's priceless. It's worth it. Guys, Jesus is the only one who can carry the weight of our lives and our souls through the joys and the sorrows of life, through the peaks and the valleys of life. He's the only one who can carry us and walk with us. He's the bread of life. He's the living water. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the way, the truth, and the life. I want to close with a, a short story about a guy named Kennedy Smart. Kennedy Smart is in heaven now. He was a old, old preacher, but, you know, some, sometimes when people get old, and, and I'm not old, I'm just saying, when they get old, uh, they can get really sweet or kind of mean, right? Maybe you've seen it before. And he was one of these guys that just was so filled with joy. And so uh, he, uh, there was a video that, that Someone was asking him questions about his ministry and about ministry initiatives and about the different churches that he'd been a part of. And then uh, they're, they're sitting in a car. The guy has the camera. He's sitting in the... Kennedy's sitting in the driver's seat. The guy's in the passenger seat, the, the cameraman, narrator, whatever. And uh, he turns over, and he's asking him questions. And, and Kennedy's looking straight away, talking. And then they were parked, by the way. And he said... Uh, was it worth it? And he, he said, what did you say? Was it worth it? Has it been worth it? And this old timer turned to the camera and started laughing. He said, oh, it'll all be worth it when we see Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is a precious treasure. It's a pearl of great price. It's worth it. Let's pray. God, we thank you for speaking into our lives and giving us your word. We thank you for the kingdom of heaven and for you, King Jesus, and your grace and your mercy that's poured out to us. I pray Lord, that if there are those here tonight that are struggling with certain things, that you give them help and peace. I pray if there are those that are struggling with their faith, that you would give them the courage to talk about that with someone else and uh, the, the courage to trust in you. And thank you again for your work, for your blessings upon um, Clemson RUF, in Jesus' name, amen.